Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Who's from the haters? Point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah. Watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one. Let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if the bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause the bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to a bee. Good evening, everybody. This is the feed to Embiid. I am your host, Austin Krell, and we had just a, a hell of a game last night. I apologize. This podcast is coming to you approximately 24 hours late. Uh, if you can believe it, I had a fire alarm issued last night at my house, and by the time it got resolved, it was late at night, and I just had to get up for work this morning, and it just wasn't going to happen last night. Uh, I apologize. I was in the middle of recording it, and then the alarm went off, and then it was just it, it was it was not conceivable for me to get the podcast out last night. Um, but we're here now, and it's better late than never. So let's dive into last night's game. The Sixers taking on the Timberwolves in Philadelphia, three and zero in the season. Uh, looking to move to four and zero. Obviously, you have the the Robert Covington Bowl, the return of Rocco, um, and then you also have. Um, you know, a, a very good matchup between two of the league's best centers and Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid. In the first half, it was really all Sixers from the jump. Um, the the defense was firing really on all cylinders in, in the first half. I thought it was possibly Brett Brown's best regular season half of coaching in his tenure in Philadelphia so far. Um, the game plan was to force... Uh, the ball in the Dravi- Travion Grand's hands, just sort of make Cat, you know, Cat's going to get his, but you don't have to let Covington and and, and Wiggins and and, uh, and T get theirs. And so with that, it was just sort of, you know, you, you'll, you'll let Travion Graham shoot the ball uh, or put the ball on the floor or, you know, whatever he might want to do with it. You're just not going to let the their, their, ta- their main talents get hot. And that's what they did. They, they, they limited the amount of production you could get out of Towns and Wiggs and the other guys um, in, in that first half. And they forced the Timberwolves into just low percentage shots. Um, the Timberwolves were, were, were having to settle for very tough jumpers. They were having to take deep shots, a lot of deep looks coming Um and it it was it was just not a good offensive half for them. They shot 16 of 41 from the field overall. They were using up a lot of shot clock, having to force up fading shots, tough shots. It was because the Sixers defense was, was communicating. They were locked in. They were they were doing a fantastic job on help and on ball. And that's how they they, they pulled away in this game. 
The now did the offense look good tonight? Oh, last night, yeah, it did look good. They shot twenty four of forty eight in the first half. They connected on five of their nine three point attempts. That's obviously above fifty percent. While Timberwolves shot seven twenty three. Also helped that the Sixers shot nine of ten from the free throw line in the first half. While uh, the Wolves shot four of six. But this game was about you know the, the, the offense was 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 nice. The defense is what put them in firm control of this affair from the get-go. Um, you move to the and then, and then they also, uh, you know, they turned the Timberwolves over. They Timberwolves had twelve first-half turnovers, um, and they really just had them making errant passes, losing the ball in transition, uh, steals, all of that stuff. Sixers were getting out and running. They're dunking the ball. They're finding their shooters, um, and, and that, that's. It was really just the, the crux. It was it was just it was just a, a micro level of what they want Sixers basketball to look like right now with this group of players. Um, Covington had to take about a half court shot that was pretty much unguarded, but it was just it was just an it was just a, a statement. It was really just an, a uh, a metaphor, I guess you could say, or really just a, a an example of the the kind of shots the Timberwolves had to take in this game. Uh, you know, it was a it was a half court jump shot, and it, it didn't even touch the rim. It was it was, you know, it, it smacked the backboard, and that was it, and came right back down as a shot clock violation, and uh, that was that was a shot, and then there were just a ton of you know it it, it was plays that, that that the Timberwolves were not comfortable with making, and and they were largely taken out of their offensive zone throughout that first half, and. In this game, in this first half, you really saw on full display what makes M- Joel Embiid so great, and it's it's the footwork that he possesses, um, and that's the really the foundation. You know, he's skilled, he's big, he's he's extremely extremely capable, but the foundation of his excellence, and the foundation of what allows him to be so dominant, is the footwork. His pivot foot has become stronger this season. He's establishing it more firmly, and he's. Clearly showing that he's not traveling when he when he spins. Um, the jab step is becoming a lot more defined, and it's becoming more effective too. He's jabbing when he's in the, when he's in the post, and then he and then he's making a move, and then he's also maneuvering after his move to create an open sh- an open finish despite being under duress. It's when he gets into the paint, he, he's you know spin moves, he's um, you know, faking and going up and under, and he's really just. His usage of his body and his control and his feet are what are, are what are allowing him and have always allowed him to be the dominant player that we've seen him be. Now, Sixers led by uh, 19 going into halftime, um, and then in the second half things got chippy fast. Uh, it was a massive fight between Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, both were ejected from the game. It, I think it started. I think I think Embiid. And him got tangled up with their arms, and Embiid was sort of just trying to like say "get off me," kind of like a little bit of an of an aggressive nudge, but nothing too serious. And Towns like pulled his arm, and then it was a and then it was a couple shoves, and then suddenly Towns is wrestling him to the ground. Um, Embiid poked Towns in the eye. Um, both had you know they were separated. Towns was, was restrained by Ben Simmons, and both were ejected, and that was that. Um, Embiid and Towns will both be suspended two games. There was some talk that maybe potentially Ben Simmons could get 
in trouble because he had to run in and restrain towns, and that was seen as a malicious act by the Timberwolves. Um, the NBA didn't see it that way, and Ben Simmons got nothing. One thing that I do want to talk about that I, I do think is – I don't know if it's something that I'm concerned about necessarily, but it's something that I found interesting was that Al Horford never really came over to the scuffle, sort of stood under the basket where, where he was and like watched and sort of like shaking his head kind of. And then his, his comments after the game certainly weren't supportive of, of either side. Um, so, you know, I do wonder how he feels about about. I mean, I know how he feels about it. He doesn't condone it. But I, I do wonder if that's like a an indicator or like a, uh, you know, sort of a a measurement of their of their team chemistry. I don't, I don't know. I'm just pondering it out loud. Um, then after the, and after the game, Joel Embiid had time to simmer down, relax. He took it uh, into the interview too, said, I ain't no bitch and referring to Mike's, uh, you know, the Mike Scott line, but he was referring to Carl Anthony Towns. Then social media got involved and it was a net, it was sort of an ugly escalation from there. Um, and, Embiid was calling Towns a, a pussy, and he was saying this and that, and um, you know it, it just wasn't a good look for either player. Towns had a little bit more of a more relaxed answer. Embiid just kept it going, um, and yeah, I think I think it's Embiid's game for, to do it the first time, and then after that, it's like, no, you're not going to disrespect me. I'm going to keep talking. Um, and he brought up you know some of the Jimmy Butler stuff, and then you know, some. And then things got personal with 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 him and. I think the, it was an, an implied female that that Towns had been, um, you know, uh, scorned by, and it, it was just a, an ugly occurrence and representation of, of our team and of our city. Um, my 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 view on the whole matter is, first of all, I'm all for fights. I don't think they should be restra- should be restrained. I, I think it's not a big deal. Guys have scuffled in the NBA for years, and no one ever really got significantly hurt except for the Mouse to Palace one time. So usually these fights don't result in anything too ridiculous. The players, after all, just get involved, and then they separate each other, and that's that. Let them fight it out. It's it you know it makes for fake toughness when when, you, when the officials are involved immediately. Um, that being said, uh, the social media stuff by Embiid is 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 not good. Um, it's certainly not something that. I would endorse. Um, I, it's a it's a sign of maturity, immaturity, and it shows that NBA has a long way to go mentally before he can take that next step. Um, there's nothing wrong with just you know being funny. Yao Ming was a funny player. Shaq was a funny player, but no one you know they 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 kept composed on the court. They didn't try to start things, and they did their jobs and they became Hall of Fame players because of it. You can still be funny without being an asshole. And that's what Embiid has to learn. Um, I I truly believe that the league now is going to have their eyes on Embiid. And I think players are going to try to sort of incite more incidences. Um, you know, I, I don't think the league likes Embiid. The, the, the teams or the players, I think I think there's a, there's definitely a target on him. And they're going to take it in the league, you know, from, from, a, from a political standpoint, they're going to take every chance they can. To humble him and keep him tame, and I don't want him to lose the one seed because he has to fight and 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 get in people's uh, heads all the time. Go out there and let your play dominate for you. Don't get it. You know you 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 have you have you score. You can get your forty points, fifteen rebounds, and they can't say shit to you. You, you dominated them. You dominated Towns all night. 
That's why he got pissed uh, after the play. There's no need for that. And there certainly is a need for you to come off the court and, you know, shadow boxing and trying to hype the crowd up like you condone the, the fight. You know, I, I get it. You felt disrespected by what he did. And, and then he, you know, he got a little physical and that's your manhood right there. I understand that. But you don't have to be like basically saying, yeah, I, I don't fucking care. I don't have any regrets about this at all. And that's sort of what he said. That that was that was what his actions uh, indicated to last night. Um, so he'll be gone for two games, and that's that's that. They'll they'll have to play in Portland without him, and I I, I don't know who they play after Portland, but it's it's a, it's a West Coast game, so they're gonna have to do some work to get to to keep this undefeated start alive. Um, but other than that, the Sixers are four zero. They, even though the game got ugly to an extent, um, they moved to 4-0. It's their best start since 2000-2001 season when they went to the finals. And it's something, it, you know, keep building that confidence. Keep getting better every day. Keep building more chemistry. If this team can, can, can figure it out and get, can get wins early, they can rest earlier in the season. They can take you know they, they, they they'll clinch earlier they can get time off get them get their bodies right if you you, you want to keep the the wins because it's your chemistry is only gonna get better and the season only gets longer so start out hot keep that keep your body fresh keep yourself fresh you build a substantial lead in the standings then you can relax a little bit but right now keep it going don't let don't let, don't let off the gas and let's Put the league on notice here. The Bucks lost last night to the Celtics. Sixers are, are one of two undefeated, team, undefeated teams remaining in the, in the NBA. Only team left in the East. Let's build on this and keep up the streak. And let's get as many as we can um, before before we have a setback. As always, thank you for listening to the Feed to Embiid. I am your host, Austin Krell. And do you like shotgunning beer? You want to increase your shotgunning time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. Also, a tab puller, event puncher, and all fits on the keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all Cobra products, enter the code Trust the Cobra 10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The feed to him beat and its name are protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to Embiid 2019. Sixers beat the Timberwolves on uh, Wednesday night, 117.95. They moved to 4-0. Embiid will be out for two games with a suspension. And we'll be back to talk with you following the final buzzer in Portland. As always, thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe and review. Uh, I, Austin, I am Austin Krell, and this has been the feed to Embiid.